podcast that investigates the experience of self, the events that have shaped our world, the people that we have become, by focusing on the person first. Right, what's your earliest memory of someone who was good at life? Jesus, that's a bit of a, that's a big one to start with, isn't it? I guess if I think about it, life from your, from your earliest memories, you probably attach them to quite simplistic emotions like happiness and you know well-being. Not that that's an emotion, but just just generally being quite a you know happy in yourself type person. Matata. Yeah, exactly. And then as you grow older, that probably changes your perception of what you think someone is good at life. So maybe probably my dad. Really, yeah. my dad is probably the first. He's always quite happy. Loved his job. Always liked his job. I mean, there's millions of people that wake up every morning, hate going to work, isn't there? Like, yeah, I think so a lot I think, of yeah. So I think he's, he was quite lucky in that sense. So yeah, I think my yeah. What's his job? He used to be a publican. Yeah. So he was like, he's born and raised. Like all my family are from Dublin, born and raised in Dublin. Both previously married, then got together and eloped to the UK um, really? and yeah he's a publican but he's, he's literally just retired but always loved his job you, you know was always very happy in it always wanted to strive for success which when you think about that as an industry you don't normally tie that to that you normally just think of like a big fat landlord sat at the end of the bar don't you I don't know what I think I don't know I've, don't know if I've ever considered it yeah it that's it because you've probably not given it enough airtime. whereas yeah. I have yeah you go to you know as a student you go to other places and you see him you're like Look at the state of them at the end of the bar. You know they're not they're not striving for success. And but they it, always seem that the people that I so I remember growing up there was a lot. I grew up in uh, Romford and then Brentwood in Essex. And nice. There was a lot of respect for pub landlords. Yeah. Like I remember one guy, Bill, at the Eagle and Child. If you wore a hat, you remember when Kangol hats were in fashion? Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson backwards ones. Right. Yeah. When I walked through <laughs> with my Kangol hat and my puffer jacket, straight out. <laughs> Was, turn, he he turn walked around, up to me, straight back out. took it off my head, handed it to me. That, and I was like, okay, here, son. all right. And I must have been about 16, 17. And I remember feeling like absolute respect, like you don't mess with that guy. And it felt like he was, I always thought publicans were kind of born into it. They took over what was a family thing. Yeah. No, my dad was, my dad was one of five brothers. He was the youngest. So like one of them went into like the Christian brotherhood. Yeah. So I had to be a Christian brother. One of them was extremely cl- clever and is now and still writes for the Times, the Irish Times. Yeah. One is a painter decorator. Yeah. One is best not talked about. <laughs> and then there's and then my dad. Wow. So yeah. you've lots of yeah yeah yeah. Different so like, yeah. And then he was he kind of because in Ireland as you you start off at like fourteen they call it um, doing your time. You do your time as a bartender. It's an actual profession. So he was there from fourteen to the age of eighteen. As as a like, learn how to do the cellar, learn how to do everything. Loved it. He, like weirdest thing, right? He used to love coming down. This is like bearing in mind when the smoking before the smoking ban hit. Yeah. He used to love coming down to the pub in the morning and smelling the smell of stale smoke. Me too, though. Yeah, and he used to be yeah. like, oh, that was you know, yeah, yeah, and he, he'd love it, and I'd be like, it's terrific. What are you on about? No, no, I get that totally. Yeah. So my um, we had a, a, a bit of connection to pubs in our family, so. My uncle is Patsy Holland, who played for West Ham. Right. And then when he kind of retired, he bought Holland's Wine Bar. Right, okay. And made that a thing. And it was a really popular destination opposite Shenfield Station. Right. So we would, my mum would take me as kids in there to see Jan, his wife, who was like the landlady. Yeah. Big kind of beehive. Big permy beehive. Oh, the yeah. Supremes-esque. It was, yeah. I mean, I remember it being like a, a place of like champagne. It wasn't like, you know, a dive bar or anything like that. It was yeah. really nice. Proper establishment. Proper establishment. And yeah. then on, on the Saturday, obviously, they'd, everyone would be cleaning up and the, the boys would be in there cleaning up. And Jan would be like literally in a leopard print top overseeing uh, you know things and I would be you know running underneath the chairs and the big, big high kind of yeah, bar yeah, yeah, chairs yeah, yeah, yeah. playing with my little he-men and stuff but that smell of the carpet and all that kind of stuff carpet god like <laughs> everything used to be carpeted yeah. didn't it <laughs> yeah everything the bar yeah. it was a short doing it put carpet in the bar yeah and the old wooden um, fag machines do you know what I mean the, the wooden yeah, ones yeah yeah the, the big ones and... yeah and the old, the old big beer mats the big long ones yeah yeah exactly yeah and the, the massive ones. ashtrays exactly the huge yeah. ones I feel yeah. I look very fondly on those days. Do you? My dad doesn't. He got wrapped around the head with one of those. Yeah, <laughs> cut him wide open loads of different places. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was awful. But, yeah, going back to your question, he's probably the first person I remember thinking, like, doesn't really look like, well, he certainly to me at that age, didn't look like he had any worries. Yeah. Which I think is probably That's your definition key. of... Yeah, well, it's not my definition. That's just probably my association with it and how I remember it myself, just thinking... 
No worries. Well, it's Kuna Matata, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> was he comfortable himself then? He, he felt like yeah, this is uh, yeah. his place. Yeah, I think so. And I think he was very proud of what he did. And, you know, he, I sometimes see quite a lot of similarities between him and, and me in some ways in like what we've ended up doing and how we try to differentiate ourselves from what is a very broad brushstroke in what we do. Right. And he was extremely proud of what he did and he, he didn't like really talking about it too much and he kind of you know, kept himself, like, would never, leave, never kind of fraternise with other pub landlords. And, you know, you go to some places and all the landlords are best buddies and they know each other and all of that kind of jazz. is yeah. zero interest in that. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, loved his job, was ready re to retire when he retired. And so he worked with my mum as well. So they worked together as like Oh, a, really? Yeah, they worked together their whole lives. Husband yeah. and wife team. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. The A team. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did that change... Like for you, like, do you did you think at one point this is what I want to do, or do you always? God think, no, you always thought. Oh my God, no way. <laughs> why? Why is that? It's just the hardest job in the world. You know, like you listen to these people that say, "Oh, I'm going to retire now. I'm going to buy a bar in Spain. I'm going to live right. it up." Are you mad, man? <laughs> Don't like, that place no. opens two hours before people come in, and it closes two hours after people leave. Yeah. You literally never have an off switch if you choose yeah. to then. On top of that, do things like serve food and whatnot. You know, you have to think about where you're going to get that from, your gross profit margins, all of that. Yeah, it's it's hard, so hard graft. Yeah, it looks so like that no, to me. Yeah. Not that I'm scared of hard graft. But <laughs> 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 no, I, no, it was never for me. No, I think my dad was probably a bit more of a bit more of a manly man than I am. He's quite a tough dude. What do we, because that, that definition of what a man is. It's just tough. It's wide open now for definition. Yeah, it's just tough. What does that mean? Not an emotional. Hard. What does that mean? Not no, emotional. no, it just means that he, he could handle, you know, Resilient. confrontation. Right. Oh. Yeah, which comes hand in hand with working in that industry. Yeah. Whereas I'd be a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you please leave? <laughs> would you Would you say he was confrontational or would you say no, he could just No, not at steal? all. No, he wasn't confrontational. He was very savvy with the way he went about it. He had loads of little kind of tricks and whatnot that he always used to say that they never realised that he was the landlord. He'd be like, you know, people would be kicking off and he'd be going, oh, you know, don't be blaming me. I'm just a barman. I don't know what's going on. He's going to come down. He's going to go berserk. Like, <laughs> right. And then he'd get them out that way or do something like that. And it's, yeah. you know, they're none the wiser. Sure. Because the chances are people that come in and cause trouble have never been there before. Yeah. Will never come back. Right, yeah. So, yes, yeah, so he wasn't he wasn't confrontational, no. Categorically not. Um, Did he teach you about diplomacy in that way? Diplomacy. I don't know enough about that to say what that is. Diplomacy. I don't know what being diplomatic. Well, I can't define that well enough to say, am I diplomatic? Am I not? I know when there's a right and a wrong time to say stuff. I think diplomacy in my head is genuinely believing in the merits of both sides of the argument and wanting to strive for reconciliation between the two. Mm, no, I would say that my dad would have a very firm side of the argument, which is oh. his. <laughs> and, and, it, and it would normally be debated upon, are these people going to cause a problem? If I think they're going to cause a problem, mm. then my argument is non, my stance on this view is non-negotiable. Yeah. And it would be that, lads, it's just not happening tonight or, you know, you're not getting yeah. served or whatever. Yeah. It would never be, oh, okay then, you know, so it would always be, it would be with his best intentions in mind. Yeah. Mm. Which I think you have to be in that situation, right? That's, yeah. that's your business. That's your livelihood. How is your view of um, somebody who's kind of got their place or good at life, how has that developed then as you've met more people and seen other professions and worked with people mm. and, you know, lived just lived and had relationships and yeah. made decisions. You own those decisions. How's that changed a little bit? I wouldn't say on the surface, probably not a lot. Cause I think you have to love what you do. I think you have to be, to be good at life. You have to be, and I'd like, I'm up, I've got a bit of an issue with that phrase anyway. Yeah, good that's at life. fine. I don't I've, have I've, an issue I've, with it. Yeah. I don't understand what that means. It's uh, to be, I would say to be good at life would be to, to be happy yeah. in yourself, to be content with, how you're how you're treated to be content with how you're perceived to be content with what you do um they would be the things that i would wrap all of them up into say that you know they would be good at life but i wouldn't say you're good at life because yeah, you could be you could be crap at com some of them yeah but still be very happy in your life right so but i mean happiness isn't a, a, um, a consistent state right so <clears throat> no it's a how have you how has happiness been in your life has it been has it i've ever, always been pretty happy you seem yeah. like a quite an outwardly positive person. Yeah, I'm a pretty pretty upbeat guy. 
Yeah, yeah. there's not much that really gets me. Although I'll tell you what, I'll tell you there's something this morning, and this is <laughs> this is not funny, even though you're laughing. Oh, no. That got me quite down this morning. There's a there's a guy that I've known for maybe six or seven years, owns a, another recruitment firm like you guys, and he called me up this morning and he said, Oh Graham, I've not been in touch for a couple of weeks. And I saw him a few weeks ago and I've not heard from him. I've known him ages, like he yeah. was at my university and stuff like that. And he said to me, I, I saw him on like, I think, I think it was like a Tuesday or something like that. And he just had an operation on his head to remove a, like a growth on his head or a lump or something like that. And then he called me up this morning at nine minutes to 10, right? And so I remember it because I was like, what's he doing calling me? I've not heard from him ages. He's got like a, a massively aggressive form of skin cancer. They're going to have to do like a, low, a lymph node transplantation. This guy's got two kids, right? And these kids are of like conscientious age, seven, five. Like, you know, that got me really down this morning. And he yeah. was like, I, I genuinely didn't know what to say. I was like... Or was he calling just to let, let you know what? He, he, he called me just to say, look, because normally he's, I, speak to him, I speak to him pretty regularly. Yeah. And I tried to speak to him a couple of times and I've not heard from him. Um, and he called me just to say, you know, the reason I've not been in touch is X, Y, and Z, and this yeah. is where I'm at, and this is what we're doing, this is the plan, this is the kind of, I'm just in a bit of an area of uncertainty at the moment, don't know what's going to happen. And that gets me down. Yeah. That's sad. That makes you, it makes you so happy for the things that you do have, the really small kind of insignificant things that you don't really actually spend enough time thinking about. Yeah. yeah. It brings it into perspective. So yeah. maybe apart from that, I'm a pretty upbeat guy. But sorry yeah. for bringing everyone down there for a minute. But I, th- but I think it. But I, no, think, I that think that. But that is that is how life goes. It's it, you know it's it's headline happy, but within that, you know, it's an up and down of little blips and yeah, and peaks and troughs. But the headline happy is how you choose to view your view yeah. your life. Yeah, definitely. You, do you believe it's that choice? Do you believe? Are you could look yeah, at you the same be experience? Grump- yeah, you could be grumpy if you wanted to be, couldn't you? You could take a downside on everything. What's the point? This, this is going to waste your time being grumpy about things. That's my dad. Is it? <laughs> and what time's he what getting happened? <laughs> No, grumpy. Oh, he's grumpy. Well, he's not grumpy. He just moans a lot. Yeah. And I'm just like, you what just need to arriving? change your outlook. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> Ever. I always thought he was quite a lively guy. He is, as in... Uh, that was life a bit of, of an over exaggeration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is yeah. life of party. He loves singing "Sweet Caroline" after he's had one glass of wine. Yeah, but Sweet yeah, I, I do think, as you said, it's just the way people look at life is mm. so different. Yeah, and I think it's good to surround yourself with people yeah. who have a positive outlook. So if yeah. you're surrounded by other people who are, yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think if you surround your people, surround yourself with people that are, are mildly negative, or perhaps take a you know, ugh, or a what if type approach to things. Sure. Mm. I think that can be a little bit... You can pick that up by osmosis just by kind of being around people and being... Yeah. Yeah. You can think, oh, well, you know, maybe I could have... Could have, would have, should have. I mean, could have, would have, should have, in my opinion, they're the last words of a fool because you should have done that and you could have done that. Yeah. So why didn't you? If you did if you did it and you fell on your ass, so what? At least you tried Like, so what? Who's... What? what no one's going to really care. Mm. If you planned... Like your life, really? No. <laughs> nope. That's interesting. I think I've spoke to some people who've seen always planned on having, um, always planned on being married and having kids and having a family and being a dad. They were important achievements. Yeah, yeah. I'm very proud of that. I've got yeah. a little family now, and I'm I'm very happy with that. Yeah. Ecstatic with that. Yeah, yeah. They make my day every day. So, and do you feel like you've got? Um, I use the phrase kind of spiritual life in terms of where you want to be, the aspirations of you. You know, all that kind of thing. Graham at his best. Yeah. And then your reality life. Do you think those two circles overlap quite a lot? Do you think you... Uh, do you bring all your... Sounds like a really shit thing that people say a lot of now. Yeah, it's bring wanky, yourself to work. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, it's a bit... Like, I, I think... I, I get what you're saying. And I think there's kind of like a set of criterion that you would say, like, I want... I would like all of X, Y, and Z in my life. Currently, I have A, B, and C. How... Can we get to X, Y, and Z? So I think for a period of time, it's probably a bit of a Venn diagram and they overlap for a bit. Yep. And then you have them, but then they're, they're crackers, aren't they? You've got them. You've had them before. So the new the newer X, Y, and Z yeah. creates itself. Yeah. And then you strive towards that. Yeah. And then and then you get them and, and it's it's something you're used to. And then... Yeah. So, so you're always kind of... I think, I think there is always an element of kind of overlap you'll never have everything that you ever want you might have some of the things but then those things that you 
that you have strived for that you end up achieving you then don't want them anymore and you then fill those places with new things yeah i i agree with that i think a lot of people don't focus on what they have and they're always striving to get more yeah instead of actually looking at their current yeah and looking at the current situation and being like tiring i've achieved what i wanted to achieve like what's the next step yeah but actually being content with what you've achieved yeah people are just constantly yeah i like that that for me is lunacy yeah like there is only a finite amount of time in this world Right. There is only a finite amount How of time. How did you think about that phrase? Is that, does that live with you a every lot. day? Yeah? A lot. I suppose from this morning. Yeah, a lot. It's brought back but into Maybe focus. I'm saying a lot. a lot. It's probably a slightly roast interview based on my, my day today. Yeah. Yeah. But I think about that a lot. Yeah. I have awful dreams about death. Do you really? Yeah, I do, yeah. And it's always the same people. It's always my parents. Your dad. Yeah, my dad passing away. And it, it wakes me up in snots and tears. It's awful. Yeah. And I... And I I genuinely don't know what would happen if that day came, or when that day is. There, is the, there, that's the that is the like. I like that. The the how you the hold blindness it of it. You say if yeah. that day is really fucking. Yeah. Is he a superhero? Yeah, yeah. he's gonna fucking die. Excuse my language. Do you know what I mean? Like that in yeah, itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah. shows, shows your, how much distance yeah. you try and put yourself yeah. away from. The, the horrible stuff or it's yeah. not even horrible it's you know that, that might be a great way for for him to end his life yeah that's the weird thing it's like um you're so um i remember my dad died last year and it was a sudden thing it was a phone call and i remember that, being, that killed him <laughs> it was the phone call from his wife afterwards calling up saying and, he, and she called from his phone and I answered it like, hey, in a silly way and stuff like that. And the tone of her voice, oh. and I knew before she even said any other words, that this is the moment I've been, like oh you, God. thinking of quite a lot. Yeah. And I thought, it's here. And for me, there was a massive freedom of, it's finally here. And, and I haven't obliterated, I haven't died or collapsed or, you know, I'm not out of control. I'm yeah. present with the, the moment and I'm trying to work through the emotions of it. But how close were you with your dad? I think, luckily, we weren't as close as I know that you and your dad are. We're such good friends. You're like brothers, aren't you? Yeah, we are, yeah. like, really good. Like, even thinking about it now, it brings a lump to my throat. Yeah, totally. So, like, heaven forbid yeah. when that day comes, Yeah. like, what that'll feel like. But then, but, then I, but, but then I take that thought and I do a 180 and then I think about my wife and my two kids mm, and that's yeah. what I've got. And I, th- and it goes back to the point, you know, that's what you have, mm. you know, you have to be, you know, that is what will get you through these things. Mm. I genuinely believe that. They absolutely do. Yeah. My wife yeah. has been so, so important to me. And I, 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 I do try and do that. Um, this again, sounds a bit wanky, but we do that's try twice and, now, Ben. I'm just protecting <laughs> myself the, uh, against further abuse. But, um, we do try and, and all do like a little audit of our lives of all the stuff that we're really thankful for. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's as simple as, oh my God, like we were so lucky. Like just a tip the pizza guy and he's like, oh, that's all right. That's enough for a, a coffee. And I was like, oh, I remember when I was you know, doing a, you know, a shitty job, you know, that I didn't yeah. have a future in. Yeah. Um, and he's just happy go lucky. And we just like talked about that kind of thing. If you don't, if you ignore the world that you interact with and if you ignore the, um, the luck that you've had, really, it yeah. is a lot of it is luck. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think you have to be lucky, and I think luck comes to p- people that yeah. are upbeat about life. I think so, sure. too. That you might see be more an of absolute it. load it's of not, rubbish, no. I think you recognise more of that. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you I treat think everything in a different way. Everything and everyone yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, I think that comes down to a big way about how you treat people yeah. as yeah. well. You need to understand that, you know, everyone is... Someone's son, someone's daughter, they're yeah. irreplaceable, they're, you know, invaluable to the, to a certain set of people. Yeah. I think you need to treat everyone like that, listen to them, try and learn from them, don't just shut them down. And I think that that leads to surrounding yourself with the right type of people, because ultimately if you treat people like that and they don't treat you back like that, yeah. you can probably just you can probably just park that friendship. Mm. And I'm at an age now where the bureau's relatively full. So, you know, it's like, like, like recently, for instance, you know, I had my, I had my daughter, what, four years ago. And, you know, everyone talks about NCT and you make loads of friends and it's great and you go through everything. I didn't make any friends out of that. <laughs> my wife made some, my, 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 my wife made some, Wade, my, my wife made some good friends. Yeah. From the birth and, you know, having young children and stuff like that. But, mm. you know, the, the guys themselves, probably not for me. Fine. You know? Yeah. And then, but but then you know yeah. everyone was like, well, why why not? You know, I made loads of friends at NCT. 
That's we, great. If you're looking good, for good that, for yeah, maybe you'll make them. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I would have. I would have made friends with them had I have thought that that was you know they were the right type of people I wanted to make friends with. Yeah. yeah. And that, that sounds really like it sounds borderline narcissistic that you're like I don't want to make any friends. I'm too old to make any new friends. But I mean, but don't, don't you have a? I think when we had lunch last time, you said, "Do you have a good friend network?" Yeah, yeah, I have a and you solid guys, friend network. Yeah, yeah you, really you guys spend friend. time with each other. Yeah, yeah, so quality we, kind of time. Yeah, right? so we have, you know, there's three or four of us that get together monthly. We don't drink, and we have a very frank conversation around, you know, what's going on in our lives. Wow. Yeah. That sounds really supportive. Yeah, and we've been there's four of us. Yeah, and we've been doing it for where are we now? 2019, 2017, August 2017. Yeah, and we have a very frank kind of like you know how's that working out for you? You know, and I think in the grand scheme of what we all do, I'm probably I'm the youngest. Yeah, um, by like three or four years. Probably the earliest in our like in the family growth stage. They're all their kids are like seven, eight. My oldest is four, and we generally talk about you know how things are going. People, we've all, we all lived very close to each other. We all played football together. That's how we all got friends. Nice. And then, and we generally talk about you know how you're getting on with things, how you're coping with things outside of you know the, the family work. Uh, Stuff that's just generally giving you a bit of ag. Sure. Yeah. And Health, all, all of us find that really good. There is more times that we have dropouts where we try and meet up for a few pints yeah. than we have dropouts yeah. that come to our, we don't even have a name, we just, like a GCU, general catch-up. Yeah. GCU. Yeah. It's a good yeah. Is that a good thing for your mental health? Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Do you guys are you guys fairly open about like Yeah, I lost my cousin to mental health two years ago, hung himself. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Serious. And what was the lead up to that like? Uh I think he was well, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Um Well no, you don't really, do no, you? No, I don't know. No. But he was um he was very depressed. Uh him and his wife couldn't have children. Um so they he struggled with that. He struggled with his weight. Yeah. Um he used to binge drink and then as a result get very depressed after that for sure. large periods of time. Um, but like the thing, like I, I don't want to kind of go on about it, but the thing that kills me about that and like particularly young men taking their lives at the moment is that I've known a couple of people very recently that, that it's not my cousin, but other people that are in a loose social circle that have done similar things and taken their own lives, young men. Yeah. You go to their funerals, there are hundreds of people there. Why did they not speak up to one of this group of 150 people that are all there to support them? Did they not think they had that support network? Or? Mm. Is it shame? I don't know, Ben. I really don't know. For for love nor money, I have no clue. What do I, you think? I think, I think there's a massive... Dif- well, I think this is quite well known, that there's a big difference between how men talk about their feelings and women. Like, men are so much more closed off. Why? I don't know. But it's now, I think, you know, now there's been quite a big push on mental health, mental health issues. They are now starting to put, whether or not this will work, I don't know, but they're putting more focus on men speaking out, like different rugby players and football exactly. players. Exactly, Gareth, even this, this week, yeah, this Gareth weekend, got, came out and, yeah. The same as HIV positive. HIV, yeah, so... But we, we kind of covered it a little bit when we started to, uh, that phrase, like, manly man, I know exactly what you mean when you say that. Yeah. It feels like somebody who is robust, deals with things... Doesn't make a big Perhaps meal intimidating. Mm. Yeah, or, or yeah, stoic in some way, yeah. as in like they don't feel the pain. <clears throat> um, and I think um, that's so pernicious to anyone. I don't know what that word means. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. It's just going to make people feel bad. Yeah, I think you could never, if you were a child, if you were a son of that man, yeah. you'd never be able to have that conversation. Right. Would you? No. Or right. a, a conversation of note around how you felt. Because it would be... You know, buck up, you'll be all right. Yeah. You know, chin up. Yeah. Because that's probably what they got. Yeah. So but they don't they... know no better. Right, exactly. So they're saying, I don't have anything else here for you, but this works and people seem to accept it when I say it. Yeah. It's all endorsed by society around it. It's only yeah. as strong. So let's just, let's go with it. Let's repeat exactly. it. Exactly. It's only as strong as everyone's ability just to buy into it. And the great thing about technology and communication through technology is that we can all look at it and go, hang on, I've experienced that. 
there's a big Emperor's new um, uh, new clothes kind of thing going. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's nothing really behind it. And I think um, when people who have ostensibly that kind of like manly man, um, I'm going to just, I know this is a bit embarrassing, but I'm going to say it to you. You come across to me like somebody who's kind of well presented of, I've got everything together. Because you think quickly, you talk quickly. Do you know what I mean? Do you want me to slow down? <laughs> if you would yeah um, but um, you know and even that Gareth uh, chap the rugby player yeah. I don't know him too well but he looks like an absolute unit oh, of yeah, power yeah. yeah so for him to say I've these these qualities that I have and these experiences I have mm. it really makes everyone stand up you know in the you know and pay attention to it I think yeah I potentially think it could have a lot to do well I think it is to do with your upbringing as well mm. As we were saying, if you do have a dad that's what you would consider as a manly man mm. and you try to, you know, speak to your dad about how you're feeling, he just shut you down straight away, then why would you go through that again to someone else that Yeah, you kind of you get bare your heart on your sleeve to just get it ripped to off. Get sh- well, yeah, I won't do exactly. that again. There's <laughs> a lesson. But, yeah. but what's, what's the phrase that... George Bush got what got wrong, horrifically wrong. Yeah, fool me once, <laughs> shame on me. Once been, yeah. So I'm not going to bother saying it. <laughs> I think it's so awesome that you got that close relationship to you. Yeah. I, I've met obviously through my friends through this podcast network and people I've worked with. I've asked this question of like their relationship with their dad because I'm just curious. Yeah, um, I've got like three different stages. Got the original relationship I think you you've had. Then yeah. when he left home, yeah, I had a different relationship, and then when he moved to a different country, another relationship. Uh-huh. But I look at that with absolute kind of like, oh, wow, that must be amazing to have that closeness. It is really good, and I'm very fortunate, and I'm very, I feel very lucky of it yeah. on a constant basis. Yeah. I speak to him most days. Yeah. Yeah, even if he does not. But then the, 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 the downside of that, Ben, is that we know each other so well that they're kind of in your pocket a little bit. And How do you mean? Well, just like he's still my dad. So he still sometimes has an opinion on things that's perhaps... Not, not for him to have an opinion on. So, <laughs> but isn't that's that, just parenting, though, I guess. Yeah, yeah. that's part of so the joy just like, of you know getting older as well. Yeah, that's it? just a quick, short conversation around. <laughs> we're just, yeah, let's that's the end that. of that. Okay? <laughs> that's, uh, that's not your place to add value. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. You can choose what parts of their, you know, your life they get themselves involved in, I guess. Yeah. To a certain degree. Yeah, but that, but that's, that, that scares me on a constant basis. Like, where, yeah. What, what's, what that's going to be like and similar it also I also think about it from from my wife as well because yeah. she's extremely close with her mum yeah yeah, yeah my, and she's got my. two sisters as well and that would be you know when that does happen that's that that's also going to be uh, yeah an absolute car crash yeah. but how, how do you think about like um, how you want to spend the rest of your life so you're similar age to me yeah and so you, you know, I, I was just interviewed a guy today and said, is there a ticking clock above your head? Do you think about what you want to do in the next 10, 20, 30 years? Mm. And most people would map it out roughly. Mm. What does it look like to you? Do, do you go there and think no, about that? No, not really. I'm no? probably a little bit shorter term in what I look at. Summer uh, to summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Monday to Friday. Uh, no, so I, 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 I tend to take maybe, you know, like a three or four year time horizon when you're looking at things because yeah. I think because I think you can you can take enough time to understand something l- perhaps learn it and then perhaps see where you can better it yeah. in that period of time um, and then then come up after that and take your head out of the sand and then say right what am I now what yeah. can I do now and then maybe ad- and then address that because you because you'll be looking at that with a clear you'll be looking at that with a clear set of eyes rather than you know you could you could have your sights set on a star in the distance but you know along the way you deviate from that massively but you're st- you know you're still set on that in the distance I don't think that's correct you need to set your sights a little bit closer realize that objective yeah and then perhaps move to something a little bit further in the distance I'm not saying you can still can't reach for that final goal yeah. But I think the time constraints that we have on ourselves these days to be able to say, right, I'm trying to achieve, you know, my ultimate life ambition in the next five years, that's massively unrealistic. Yeah. Yeah, in my opinion. I think you need to set, like, mini objectives and mini goals and mini kind of life goals. Certainly less stressful. Yeah, and that's inside of work, outside of work. You know, that's everything. I think, yeah, it is. It's about minimising stress. Because I think everybody now apparently is stressed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, you'd be lying if you said at some point in your life you didn't think, like, what the fuck am I playing at? 
Like, it's doing my head in. Like, you would. I think it's, everyone has had that moment, right? Yeah. yeah. What, is it, what do you mean by what the fuck am I playing? Like, what am I doing with my life? Like, I can't get see the wood through the trees. I really can't. I don't know how like, to. I, I, I don't know how to, like, get, get to where I'm trying to go. Sure. Yeah, and it's just all encompassing, and it's just, like, it's just running over you like liquid mud, and you just can't get away from it. Yeah. Everybody's had that moment. Mm-hmm. And I think in those moments, if you're, if trying to get out of the woods is only half a mile down the road as sure. opposed to 20 miles down the road yeah. yeah you know that's something that can can lift your spirits and you think like that this is what i need to do and this is how i can get there yeah again like inside outside work family life everything not saying that i'm a robot and i set goals for everything but <laughs> but i think it's I, I, I have found it better to set small to medium term kind of objectives for yourself and then if they incorporate into a long-term goal great but i don't have yeah i don't have a kind of star of Bethlehem that I'm heading for. Yeah. <laughs> How have people said that you've changed over the years? Oh, God, a lot of people don't like me. What do you mean? Yeah, I just think I'm probably a little bit too quick to say what I mean, which is probably... As long as this is what you mean. Yeah, yeah, it is always what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I really think that's a good trait to have. No, I've fallen out of a few people for that. But, I mean, if that was... Well, just being genuine, just saying yeah, what's on just your mind. Yeah, like that. That's like nonsense. Right, so here's a good example. I've known Nadia. We don't know each other that well, really. We mm. worked together at WeWork for a, a week, <clears throat> and then you've just joined and worked with us recently, right? Yeah. But I know Nadia's character, and if I told her something, I, I really think you would take it in the spirit it's intended, even if it was bad news. Yeah. I really think you would. I don't think you'd shoot the messenger on that because no. I think that's her character. Mm. I don't think she'd, she'd get that pissed off against anyone. Do you know what I mean? To yeah. a degree. Some people are waiting for an agent of pain yeah. Yeah. to go, you're the fucking shadow I've been waiting for. Yeah. And it's all it's, your bloody it's fault. It's all because of people like you in the world. But I think that's the person. I yeah. don't... Tell, tell, can, you, can you tell us anything about like an experience like that where suddenly something has ended through a truth... Your, your truth being told? No, not really. Not off the top of my head. Just, I mean, I can think of one, but it's not, it's not appropriate. Fine. Um, Did you know what you were doing when you delivered that message? Did you think this is going to? I thought it was good. No, see, I thought it was going to be taken in in, in <laughs> like if, I just said. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was going to be taken in a way where I thought we had a good enough friendship that they were aware that I wasn't being deadly serious, and then it transpired that that wasn't the case. And then when we dug a little bit deeper into, you know, talking to other people that knew this person, this was actually an issue that they dealt with as a younger person. Right. And they'd had to deal with it a lot when they were younger. But and, not told you. But not mentioned it ever. Yeah. And then I'm exact, probably very similar to what you've said. I've just been like, in the well. crosshairs at the yeah. wrong time. <laughs> right guy, wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a face trigger. for smashing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is. It is. And, yeah, you triggered that person. And then, and then, do you know what? I, I reached out to this person and I apologised on numerous occasions and I said, you know, that's not, you know, I don't want you to take it that way. I was, I really was just, you know, yeah. acting a fool and, and messing around and it was taken in the wrong... I find so it was more of a joke than it was... Yeah, like, it, was more, it was more of a joke, but what we joked about was perhaps not the best topic and yeah. I thought it would have been perceived, would have been taken a lot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I knew this guy, he knew me. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't, it went down like a shit sandwich. So, yeah. but we don't talk anymore. So, yeah. So it is that, that is what it is. And, you know, if he walked in here today, the first thing I'd say to his, it, it, the first thing I'd say to him would be, you know, I, I'd like to apologize again for that. Yeah. yeah. You know, it would be something there's, you know, that's something that won't, I'll never forget. Yeah. And, like, you know, it, it ate me up for a while. And Sarah's like, you're not that person. And no. I was like, oh, well, I just don't want to be perceived like that. And Completely. Yeah. And I guess that comes down to, you know, happiness, how you perceived. I felt, mm, I probably felt a bit guilty. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think in terms of people's yeah. character and personalities, I really thank you for and just I hate, talking And about I hated that. that. Yeah, it really hurt This me, is yeah. not something that people w- volunteer. It gets close to, I'd say it's more shame yeah. than guilt. Yeah, it's someone's perception of what you've said and how you feel about their perception of what you've said. That's what it is. Exactly, because like, oh, guilt is... No, that's, I, no, 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 that's not me. Yeah. That's yeah, it. yeah. Guilt can be perceived as I did the wrong thing. Yeah. But shame is I am the wrong thing. Yeah. I, I am that person. Yeah, 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 100%. And that's very difficult to get away from. Yeah. And I think a lot of fear and a lot of bad decisions um, can be made from shame. Mm. You know, from that as the, the undercurrent of something that's really pushing people or they can't get past that one yeah. thing. Yeah. 
And I think how people live with shame, that's a really interesting part of their character. Yeah. Even if somebody is ostensibly positive or all the rest of it, they've all got those moments where everyone around them will say, no, you don't need to feel like that. We've got all this evidence you're like this and it's don't need to feel like that. Yeah. But they still can't get away from it. Yeah, it's the little things that they still... Because that... I guess I would think that maybe they feel like that because they're aware that that little piece of themselves is so really far removed from who they truly think they are. Yeah. They can never get over that. They're like, oh my God, that's so far away from who I am. And what are those qualities that you want to be so far away from in your life? <sighs> I don't know. What are the bad qualities you don't uh, like? Dishonesty is yeah. probably the biggest one for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can build anything without trust. I, like. I, anything don't you think though dishonesty there's so many different layers of outward trust trust maybe trust trust yeah trust yeah just trust do you have layers though like everyone has and white lies lie deceit Uh, (laughs) why are you looking at only me well this is like an old oxbridge exam question isn't it like tell me the difference between a a, a mistruth a lie did you go to either no okay no no no, Uh, a mistruth a lie and a miscommunication or something like that. How do you answer it? I fucking don't have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a clue. No. So are you completely honest? But it was like honest? he was talking me through. Am I completely honest? Oh, in, in in your entire days and months? No, no. I'd no. struggle. I, I no. I don't think anyone. No, I don't think anyone is. No, no. I, like, I guess. I guess the. Obviously, you've had moments when you've been more honest than you need to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, <laughs> clearly, yeah. And then moments where you're less honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what about that in a partner? Like in, in someone you're going to spend your life with. When you see it in your kids, how do you observe it in the people that you love? What? How, how do you talk to them about, about dishonesty and lies and things? Uh, with my wife, not a lot really, because we don't really, that conversation doesn't come up that much. Yeah. Well, that much, like very rarely, to be honest. Are you, pretty... told, are you two like old school sweetheart type? Yeah, so we met, at, like, we met in the last year of university. So cool. So I'm 37 now and we met when we were like 21. So yeah. she's definitely not asked my money, not that I've got any of it. But... <laughs> So we're, you know, we're pretty tight. And, nice. Yeah, but my kids, you know, I don't think that, well, they're, they're, they're the only kind of, so you can either, <laughs> with your mates, you just call bullshit, can't you? Sure. You can just say, that's all shit. <laughs> Come that's again. Shit. Try again. <laughs> Let's restart that sentence and try again. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you can do that. But then with kids, I think you have to, I think the key is to, to let them know that to tell the truth is not a problem either. Yeah. Like, and then I think you have to be, you know, overly forgiving when they do tell the truth. Yeah. So that to tell the truth is not a problem because I think that's the issue is yeah. saying if I tell the truth, that's an issue. Sure. That's yeah. not the issue. Tell sure. it, just just t- just tell the truth, and there is no issue. Brilliant. Mm. Yeah. So that that's how yeah. I would. That's how I treat it with my, with my little girl. She's four, and she's. I came into the front room the other day, right, and I was like, "What are you doing?" And she sat there. She was booting her little brother, <laughs> kicking her, and I was like, "What are you up to, Neve?" And she said. Uh, Oh, I was just making sure he wasn't falling over. And I was like, <laughs> but he's laid on his tummy. And she was like, yeah. I was like, all right. I said, well, did you give him a little kick? I gave him a little kick, yes. <laughs> I, I, I like, grant you I one like, little kick. I, I, was, I was like, that's okay. Thank you for telling the truth. Don't kick him again. Yeah. 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 Don't kick him again or I'll kick you. Yeah. <laughs> I think you grow, I think as you grow up, you just start developing how to tell the truth. I lied so much as a kid. Did you? Yeah. And just weird, random lies. I remember going in school one day and I think I put a bandage around my arm and I was like, oh, it broke my arm. I don't know if that was attention-seeking or I just enjoyed lying. I think that was attention-seeking. No, but it's really common. Obviously, loads of little kids will just lie about I have, completely yeah. one random One guy said he had stuff. cancer at our school. Give over. Oh, my God. That was That's bad. awful. The boogeyman will the, come and get him. The, <laughs> problem, the problem with that one is, it's, where's that going? Nowhere. <laughs> from, from, from term Miraculous. to term. You're still here. Where's, all the, where's the hair falling out? Where's all the things that we see on the telly? We went on holiday to Palm Springs once, right? Oh, yeah. And I was messing around in the swimming pool, and I made friends with these American kids, and I was there with my mum and dad, and my uncle, bless him, he's passed away. Oh. And um, this American family, bear in mind I was, what, maybe seven or eight? <laughs> this American family were like, yeah, we're going to get some food. And they came back with this massive, like, huge thing of, like, fried chicken from the barbecue. And they were like, bring your family over to have some. I went, no, they're all vegetarian. They're not vegetarian at all. I mean, I would do that now. <laughs> so, what are you on about? 
about? <laughs> that is on, such a great line later, as well. Later on, my, my, my mum was like, what are you doing telling them we're vegetarian? How old are you? moron. Mate. That is good. Yeah. That is good That's manipulation good yeah. from an early yeah. age. I do it now. Criminal mastermind. <laughs> mate. In waiting. Seriously. <laughs> right. Do you believe in the concept of a self-made person? What does that mean, Ben? Well, when we see it on the telly, we, we I'm think myself made millionaire. I've brought everything myself, and I've done it. Oh, he's just else. what's his um on the apprentice? Do they all have Essex Oasis? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm doing. What's his name? Sir Alan, Sir Alan Sugar. Lord you know, Alan Sugar. Lord, <laughs> you know, sold all this shit to the back of my. Yeah, he went from sending shit off the bat van yeah. to just an automated version of that. You get lucky, right? Yeah. So I mean, people get lucky. Relationships have they been a massive kind of force of good? In your life, do you think the relationships you've made? Because some people don't see it like that. They see themselves as an autonomous. No, you know. I think you've got, you you are a sum of the things that you've done, aren't you? And 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 a lot of those things will be based upon relationships and how you've treated people and how you've been perceived. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely think that you know how you go about. I think it's a quite an egotistical thing to say that you're self-made, right? Yeah. yeah, I've done it all on my own. I didn't do. No one gave me a break. I, I it's think, all me. Yeah, it could be. I is mean, it really? It is worst. Okay, maybe, maybe it is. Okay, great. Yeah, at but best is you telling a bit me blind. At, yeah, t- you telling me at no point someone cut you a bit of slack and gave yeah. you a bit, a bit of a chance or a bit of a break. Or who was the person who gave you a chance or a break? Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, oh God, probably. Probably my old boss at Deutsche Bank. Yeah. Yeah, he could have just hired someone that had done what he was the job. For. Yeah, before. <laughs> yeah, he could have just hired someone to do that. Um, well, how old were you, mate? I was only recently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe Sorry, off, I was thinking the record. Four, four or five years ago. Okay. Yeah, genuinely. Yeah, yeah. I genuinely believe that. And I think since then, I've kind of gone from strength to strength and that sounds wanky in itself but I think no. that break and you needed that break totally and I think you know I'd been I'd interviewed at like 56 different places no yeah man yeah true F- 56 true. 50 I'd had 56 different interviews in a year uh in like a three-month period yeah crazy wow yeah oh and then this job came at, at DWS um and the guy that hired me was like yep yeah, definitely 100% like it was, a, it was, it, and it was done like it was that. Done, yeah, yeah. So, what do you recognise in you that the other fifty-five hadn't? Oh, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I think um, you must have asked him. Yeah, I mean, I'm quite content-heavy, like, and I quite like to fully understand what I'm doing. Yeah, so I'm massively in the detail. Yeah, and you've I always think, seemed like that. Yeah, yeah, and I think that was a quality that he really liked. The fact that I was a bit of an octopus and I wanted to kind of be all over everything rather than a bit of a helicopter and. Just making sure everything's working all right. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, even if I ended up in a, you know, if I ended up in a position where I'm kind of off the tools, I'd still want to understand the totally. granular details, just as you would. You know, you can't, you know, operate effectively at a senior level if someone asks you a question about the, in the weeds and you can't answer it because yeah. you look yeah. like a moron. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd like to think that that was it. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's the fact that he thought I was a hard worker. I don't know. Which I am. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I've not asked him. What was the break before that? Uh, what taught you, what taught you the stuff that you, you now look back on and go, this is unconsciously in me now. I just, I'm automatically doing that, that, that. Is there somebody just, who, it could even been in a third party. If I think of like, I've got a relationship with some clients. Some give me yeah. work. But some just teach me stuff by yeah. me giving me their time. Yeah. Is there anyone like that who's maybe you've seen God? I want to be more like that person. They could be older or even younger or anything. No. There's no, no. not been there's, many... there's people that I've thought that I've admired. There's never been but anyone not that I've said. Type things. So I've got I've got a mentor. Who's yeah. That? So there's a guy I used to work with at Deutsche Bank, and he's now at UBS. So okay. He's like a global head of recruitment there. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he's 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 good. <laughs> if any of the guys I used to work with Deutsche Bank listen to this. Oh, they'll they'll find that quite funny. Because um, <laughs> uh, he's not high on their list. Um, but yeah, he. Um, I've never aspired to be somebody. I've aspired to maybe take qualities of certain people and say, I really like the way they do that, or I really like the way they handle themselves in that situation, or I really think the way that they deal with X, Y, and Z is 
is an effective way to deal with things, or I really like the fact that they, you know, are very conscientious in their decisions around things. They've, it's, it's a multitude of things. I think you're, every person takes so much from so many people they meet in their life, m probably on a subconscious level. Mm. You know, you, 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 <laughs> I don't know. You, you take so much from everyone. You meet so many people in your life, you're bound to not pick up things from people. You, yeah. you, you, you can't, I, I, doubt, I think it's physically impossible. So there's no one I really like look up to, but. But it does depend on your outlook. I want to say that we've already covered it off. Some yeah. people are, you know, fastidious of, I do not want to be influenced by this person. I'm, you know, they don't trust. Where's that going to get you? I, I think it gets them staying the same. Yeah. yeah. And what's like, you know, what's that going to do for you? You're never going to develop as a person. If you, you like, you don't invite people in here that started off doing A and are still doing A 15 years later, do you? Try and avoid Yeah, that. exactly. So that so, so there in itself answers the question. I think yeah. you need to you need to take what whatever situation you may be in, whether you view it to be positive, negative or indifferent, and I think you need to take something from it, whether that be positive, negative or indifferent. Yeah. I really do. I genuinely do because otherwise what are you doing? If it's a negative situation and you're not getting anything out of it, yeah. try and get something positive out of it. If yeah. it's a positive situation, what are the negative things that you could have looked at? Yeah. I think there's something to get from everything. I genuinely do. Well, so think about your um, life like that and uh, we'll wrap up soon because we're nearly out of time. But um, when you... 24. When you Sorry. meet people and... Um, so let's say you're, you're working with somebody who's quite... Uh, what will be regarded by a lot of people in society as a well-paid, high-profile, high-power <clears throat> individual. I'm thinking yep. like a, say a portfolio manager. Yep. That, that type of individual. When you're working with somebody like that and they yep. seem to be arguing about something and very emotionally attached to something yep. which you think, in the grand scheme of things, is really Not important. Right. Yep. Do you ever um take part of yourself because it's not always required or, or, or actually wanted but take part of your philosophy yep. and what you've learned in life and what we've discussed a little bit on this kind of chat and go into the person and say hey why or why and, and ask them like you know try and understand why are, you why are we doing this yeah, yeah. I, I, on every single conversation I have. Really? Yeah, I'm just a pain in the ass for them. I really am. That's great. Yeah, but I think you need to do that to yeah. add value. I genuinely do because otherwise, let's be very frank and honest, right? People will hire in their own image. If, yeah. they, if you give them no time to do it, they'll just yeah. hire in their own image and it'll just be the same repeat, 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 well, you, you know, you conveyor belt. Yes, yeah, exactly. the way it is. Yeah, that's why diversity is yeah, that's where I work. Yeah. You're not going to get fired for asking them questions around why are we doing that? Yeah, um, it's it's a it's a very it's just acute subject anyway. Yeah, I think but it's, I'm really pleased to hear that you, you yeah, care about it. Yeah, I I just I do I really do genuinely. Yeah. Um, I think if you don't test the boundaries or find out the honest rationale behind a decision, yeah, and that's not saying just because I'm in charge. That's horseshit. That's not going to fly. <laughs> and and, and I'll, I'll be very honest with you. I'll tell my superiors, because you're in charge, okay, great, you've got, what, net annualised return of 15%. That's amazing for the company. And ultimately, you'll probably get your way. Let's be very frank about that. But why don't we say, why are we doing that? Is that the right thing to do? That's so costly for the business. I think you have to be, you have to go back and take into your, you have to take into account frugality. Yeah. Yeah. Frugality yeah. is a big well, thing for me. commercials, right? Yeah. You have to be commercial. Why are we doing that? Do we need yeah. to do that? Is yeah. that the most? Is that the best thing for us to do? Yeah. Yeah. Would you do it with your money? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. People yeah. don't think like that. If yeah. In a privileged position. Yeah. I used to work at Deutsche Bank, right? I can I can tell the fuck I want about that. <laughs> um, and um, I used to cover the private wealth business, and we had um, a search agent that was working for us there, and they were getting candidates from a senior individual in the business who used to work at a company, and they were basically saying, oh, I used to work with John. Will you give him a ring, and then we'll hire him on 30% of whatever the fee is? And I'm going, hang on a minute there. You know him. You hired him into his old job. Why are we paying this third party 30% of their like £200,000 <laughs> <laughs> salary? Why are we doing that? Like... Is there a few brown envelopes floating around that I'm missing out on or something like that? Yeah. Uh, and, and I know that sounds awful, but, you know, we, we asked the same question, me and, uh, and the chap that is now my mentor, Matt. Um, we said, look, would you do that with your money? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, of course I wouldn't. Well, don't do it with ours. Don't, don't do it with the banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And that's why uh, they're we're probably in a in fucking, a, they're probably in a fucking pickles. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, look, that's brilliant. One last uh, quick question. So um, on a more positive note, because we've dealt with lots of um, quite serious issues, what is something you've experienced in the last couple of weeks? It could be anything that's given you great pleasure or joy. Piece of art, could be a podcast, could be a film, could be a poem, could be a stand-up routine, anything could be a new car that's come out it could be anything i see stuff on a daily basis that makes me belly laugh and do you know what <laughs> i have to go work at your company yeah no it's oh, no. like I, i'm a, i'm a terrible at like gorging on videos of people doing <laughs> stupid stuff oh, my fail oh my god and that literally daily basis do you know what, yeah. do you know what i use that and i'm like life is not that bad right yeah. like that is like somebody else has just fallen off a cliff yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that and they're not dead obviously yeah, sure, uh, sure. yeah. yeah. but like <laughs> that's that has me in hysterics on a daily basis me too yeah people, I, I love don't people. gorge on social media but look at funny stuff People yeah. reaching for something and just not getting it. Yeah. That I'll tell you what makes me laugh, and it's, it's an old series, and I don't know whether you've ever watched it, and it makes me laugh on every time I watch it, and it's a Phone Shop. Do you know what? It used to be on Channel yeah. 4. Yeah. Is it good? Every single bit about that show makes me... I never saw it's it. It's hilarious. Is it quite well observed comedy? It's very funny. Yeah, it's very <laughs> funny. It's about these guys that work in a phone shop. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're a little bit... Street. Yeah, yeah. Um... It's so funny. I've Watch seen, that. I've seen it. You've never seen it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty mainstream. It was on like Channel 4 or yeah. E4 or something like that. Have you seen Stathlet's Flats? Yes. Do you like that? Yeah, Same I do like thing. that. Yeah. yeah. I saw I, I saw him and I was like, where do I know him from? Fleabag. He yes, was in Fleabag. Big nose. Equally very funny. Very Yeah, good. very funny. Wasn't that based on a theatre production? She used to do it in the theatre. Yeah, one woman theatre production, yeah. yeah it's completely sold out now. She's clever, she is. The way she she's, does stuff, very She's bright, really pretty. saved a lot of, you know, comedy, UK comedy, really. Yeah, it's hinging good. on her now. Yeah. Do, you, do you also like, um, what's it called, with um, the one you did the impression of? The Family girl. guy. <laughs> Family guy. <laughs> Every Where's member. Where's my money, Brian? <laughs> she also wrote, um, oh, what's it called, with is the Russian me? hit girl. Oh, Killing Eve. Oh, Killing Eve. Yeah, <laughs> you do oh, a great voice. Yes. No, have you seen she... White Gold? Yes, I like that as well. That's... Yeah. Any UK comedy, really. Oh, yeah. British nice. comedy cracks me up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really one for um, American comedy, apart from Curb Your Enthusiasm, which has so me in stitches. <laughs> That's so I just good. like awkward comedy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, me too. I'm obsessed with that. that the so more awkward, awkward, the better. And the way that they get, the thing that makes me <laughs> crack up the most is the way that they obviously the actors are getting like, the, the butt of the joke are like, that's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is awkward. And he just carries on. I love it. So, but, yeah, British humour and stupid viral videos. Perfect. So nothing too snazzy. It's Have definitely not a piece of art. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. That's today. all right. Thanks for having me. Thanks for this... Uh, what was it? You made it last. A beer. <laughs> it was gone in like two minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. Awesome. See you later. Bye.